Hello world, welcome to another episode of DM2, Dad's Matitude Podcast, when we talk about, you know, what uh, matters to us dads most. We want to just start off just Saturday, October 3rd, 2020, and it's episode 8, y'all. Episode 8, we made it, we made it. Uh, I appreciate you all, we appreciate you all for tuning in every Wednesday and every other day, <laughs> right? Uh, that went on. We just want to salute to all our listeners around the world, around the United States. Last week, shout out to my listeners out in Ireland and our new listeners in the country of Singapore. Thank you for tuning in. Tell your brothers, your cousins, your nephews about us, your uncles about us. And we're just glad for you to tune in another night. And, uh, you know, here we go again. Uh, today, we got a special guest with us today. We got a man who... Uh, I look up to him for a long time. Um, a great dad, great husband, great father. Um, someone who um, has continued to show me what it is to be a man, right? Um, besides my pops, it's a blessing uh, to have my cousin on here. Thank you. Thank you young buddy. Sauce. Thank you. you know what I mean? Thank you. Thank you for the young shot. You know what I'm, saying? <laughs> I'm glad to be here. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm the new Uro fan. You know uh, yeah, saying? man. You yeah. know, it's DM2. It's, man, DM2. Yeah. You know? I'm loving it. It looks good on you, well, Kevin. Wow, man. I appreciate it. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a blessing, right? Because uh, being a dad is, uh, you know, one of the best things we've ever done in our lives, right? The best thing for I mean, me yes. to ever done. And uh, I know you feel the same Absolutely. way about it. Uh, you know, when you become a, a you know father, when you have a child, and, and when you see that love instantly, right, um, and you know that you're a dad, you know, when, you, when your daughter or son is, is reaching out for you and and uh, just you know giving you that unconditional love, it's a feeling that you you never can compare to anything else. Unmatched, unmatched. I liken it to that that part in the movie where the person just sitting there and he sees. Everything is happening in the past, present, future. Just yeah, yeah. yeah. And it hits him, and jokes him like, "Oh, yeah, this is what I'm supposed man. to." Man, you know, it's a beautiful thing. Right there, oh you know man, so we blessed to experience that, and we best to be able to share that experience exactly. with one another right now. Exactly, and that's another thing exactly. we need to talk about. But that's a blessing for me. No, definitely, you know definitely, definitely. Just being able to um, share as men. Um, okay. Talk about you know uh, what matters to us most, the things yeah. that uh, make us tick yeah. uh, each day. Uh, it's truly a blessing, and we want to, like I said, uh, from the both of us, we salute all you listeners out there. We're thankful to you because um, without you, there's no us, right? Yeah, DM2, baby. Um, DM2, baby. Uh, episode eight. Let's get straight to a sports update. Bing. Thursday night football update. So just this last week, we had. Broncos versus Jets. Broncos overtake the Jets 37 to 28 in what I mentioned in the last episode as the trash ball. Back it up. <laughs> the battle of the the battle of the 03s. I feel like everybody on those teams are named Earl. No, no offense, Earls. Earl Dad. Exactly. Exactly. Denver, you know. Both teams were on 03, right? Uh what a, you know, Denver, let's be honest, since Peyton Manning left. Uh, it's been a revolving door of quarterbacks, right? Which, which is actually um, a um, surprising. Which is actually surprising because, <clears throat> being as they have John Elway, right? The great John Elway, the Hall of Fame John Elway, the Hall of Fame, the, 
The jacket. John Elwood. John got one of them jackets. John was a real boy at that QB spot. A real boy back there for Denver. So why can't he pick him? See, that's where, you know, that's, you know what they say. And I think this is a real thing, right? Uh, in sports, sometimes we believe that because someone played the sport, mm-hmm. that they can coach it or manage it. That they really know what that looks like. And what we're coming to see, it does happen, right? On every side, right? From from NFL to NBA to MLB, we see that a lot, right? We see um, former players, you know, that former take over. Former goats. Larry Bird. You know, Magic. You know, I mean, there's a there's a, there's a there's a lot of guys out there. I mean, even with right here, you know, we're you know, it's a, you know, we're right here, stationed in the Golden State, California, Northern Cali, baby, Northern Cali, and uh, right here, even our, what's that Cali crew? Cali hey. crew, you know, shout out Cali crew, <laughs> shout out Cali crew, you know, um, you know, being right here in Northern California, right here we have the Golden State Warriors with Steve Kerr. Mm. Right? Yeah. Legend in his own right. Legend. Playing and I mean, anybody that plays, you play with the GOAT. You play with the GOAT. And that's a good point though. Legend for sure, right? But really a role player. Definitely. So he understood his role. And that might be gold juice that you're getting at is not all times are these greats that we think Hall of Famers just plug and play. They GOATs. Go. How many? Let's say this. Let's say yeah. this. Let's think about this for a second. How many goats? Bill Russell. <laughs> well, you know, as y'all know, I'm a, I'm a I'm a Celtic, so you know, anytime I hear that name, it's you know, it. <laughs> I wish it gets my, saw his face it gets right my, there. He's like, <laughs> you finally admit it. He's the best. Now I'm not admitting that. I'm admitting it gets my, Bill it Russell. Gets, it gets my engine revved. Right. <laughs> it revs my engine. engine right there. He's like, yes. <laughs> but how many? Let's think about this. How many great players? have been good coaches. Now, one thing I can look around, right? We got the Tyrone Lues. You know, you got the Jason Kids. You know, yeah, Steve Kerr. If you look across, even the Doc Rivers is and the, you know, even the Doc Rivers. You know, if you look across the board, um um in, even in football, right? You have look at Jason Garrett over at at, at the Cowboys. Right? Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of players that you see. And I think it's harder in football when I think about it. In journeyman. It's harder to be a great player. I think because there's so many players, right? It's different than basketball. In basketball, you see a lot more player coaches. Yeah, you do. You right? In NFL. The end of their career. LeBron is a player coach right now. We'll talk about that later. And we we all know when he decides to hang it up. He will be on a so. staff on a staff near you. I think so. I mean, at this point, the Jets probably should go hire Joe Namath. Uh, <laughs> that's the only damn chance they got. Uh, you know I mean, because I mean, because let's let's go off um, the past two years. Past two years, the Jets have started off 0 four. I mean, stats are what they are, right? We can we can say what we want, and let's be honest. The only reason why Adam Gates got this, uh, as I see my cousin strolling by inside, big cuz, you know, um, the only reason why Adam Gates got the job is because a goat, which we, 
let's be honest. We got to call Peyton Manning one of the goats. He is a goat. I'm not saying that. I'm just okay. kind of dis- disturbed how he even got that job because he proved nothing. Nothing. I'm sorry. You. He was one step away from just being a film coach. <laughs> exactly. And that's not which bad. Is a good Eric Spolstra. Which is a good thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, bad Gundy. Which, which is anywhere. Uh, don't let us get it twisted. Anywhere in the league of any kind is a, it's a great the major thing. goal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but what I'm saying is I'm not going to hire. When I look at resumes, I look at things that's going to stand out. Correct. His resume Correct. ain't stood out. Correct. And you also have Brian Flores in New England, which was the best defensive coordinator in the league for several great years on, on the great championship team of New, New England. If you hit him or not, don't matter. They was. Correct. And you let him Correct. skip over you to go to take his talents to South Beach? Correct. That has to do Correct. with the organization, man. Correct. No, that, I mean, you know, Adam Gates, the Jets, they're in shambles. Okay? Which, as me and you talked off off mic, right? Off air. The Trevor, the Trevor, the Trevor Lawrence lottery. Lottery? I'm trying to get in that. Because I'm gonna tell you right now. Niners, throw every game. Um, as y'all know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying the same thing. Jimmy Raider Carapolo. Nation. Raider Nation, I, I know how we get, right? I know how we get. We love our car. Okay. I, I hear you, Raider. I hear you, Raider Nation. But let's be honest. If you all look deep into that black heart that we have. That black and silver heart, that pirate's heart, crystal balls of heart, and <laughs> that bowl cut. If you if you look into that heart that we have, we would love Trevor Lawrence. Any team would love to have Trevor Lawrence. To me, there hasn't been a quarterback in a long time um, that I've watched that commands the field like a pro more than Trevor Lawrence. Well, I mean, there hasn't, you know, he's, he is playing in college, and this is a, this, this is a different level. Game. But he's a grown man out there. He's definitely And I think that's what the Jets thought when they were picking up Sam, Sam uh, Dan Arnold. Sam Arnold. Yeah. <laughs> when they were picking up. Hey, hey Arnold. Hey Arnold. Hey Arnold. That's, and, who, and you know, that's who he reminds me of. He reminds me of and you Hey know, Arnold. Look, Keep him 1,000. And you know, Damn um, you know, I'm a, everyone knows, cuz knows. Uh, as, I, as I told my listeners, I'm an SEC guy. Okay, I've always been through and through. Gator, you know, go Gators. You know what ACC I mean? ACC and Pac-12. Uh, you know, because it's an ACC Pac-12 guy. Uh, but I've always had a thing for USC, right? It's just something about it sure. felt Hollywood to me, right? Something about it always felt. Feel like you know, home. some of the some of the best guys that you know, um, the Ronnie Lots, the you know, the Marcus Allen's, uh, the Reggie Bushes. You know what I mean? Come on, man. We can go you know, on and on. Come from there. So, you know, I've always had a thing for USC. You know, Sam Darnold didn't have that many starts. Uh, yeah, a lot of picks. All the odds. He did, though. But, you know, it's it's that it's that forever balance that you have to work out, right? Being a, a scout, I would think. Um, because size and, and strength of arm yeah. are things that can't really be taught. I don't want to just bash Dan Arnold, but I do because I do know that he's running for his life back then. Definitely. And I have seen him get. They have hot. a lot of injuries on that team. Right. I have seen him get hot. Um, he can. Speaking of Le- and, and Le'Veon Bell, which we'll get back to. Yeah. Later. And whenever he shows up and starts running, um, like he did in Pittsburgh, those two years. Where I don't know if he's got. Uh, you know, 
I don't know if he's got the, ability the to same running back. No, he's not. Well, no, he is the same running back. Same running back. Yeah, same running back. But when you have a hog of a line Correct. and a scheme Correct. that is layered so you can have your patience and then eat it too because your blocking scheme is layered. Exactly. And you don't have that again, your insecurities about your own abilities and your weakness is on exploit. Correct. Which, which as I said last week, listeners, um, DM2, like I said, episode 8. Hashtag. Uh, hashtag Dads Matter 2. Yeah. Right? Um, Le'Veon Bell has been a shell of himself since he left Pittsburgh. Um, and a lot of times it's like uh, Sauce Young P said, is that the grass ain't always greener on the other side, especially being a tailback. Now, a tail, an NFL life is about maybe eight, nine years, if that. Right? Yeah, that's, that's a long. That's a long. Gail Sayers. One Shout of the out Gail Only nine years. Nine years in the league. Shout out Gail Sayers. Thirty-nine big touches. Legend. One Legend. of the smoothest to ever do it. Legend. Back to Le'Veon. Yeah. Rest in peace. Uh, you know, condolences. Shout out to his whole family. Shout out to the whole camp. Um, shout out to uh, the Bears, you know. Shout out to you know. Shout out to uh, uh, real uh, running back nation. The real running back nation. And I'm gonna which, say here. Which let's say it. Let's let's say this. Let's go. Five favorite running backs of all time. You want me to go first? Sure. We're gonna start off with Gale Sayers. Guaranteed. We're gonna go work our way up to the number one. Okay. okay? We gonna say Gale Sayers. We're going to say Marcus Allen. Raiders, shout out to my, my nation. You know, see, he might be a Niner, but he know the greats. I'm a football fan first. Yeah, we, you know, we, we appreciate that. We appreciate that. Absolutely. We're going to say Bo Jackson. We gonna that's, say, that's two Raiders on the list. We're going to say Walter Payton. Legendary We're going to say Eric Dickerson. Come on, man. Come on, man. Dickerson. Look, you know what's funny? When you say the name Dickerson, right? I remember... The Dickerson helmet, face mask. I remember growing up, right? And I know you can. When, you know, that's when you know you're a legend. Mm. When every high school pop Warner growing up playing football, like you. you, you always, I remember back in the day, you would tell them, man, I want that Dickerson. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Dickerson. Shout out E.D., one of the smoothest running backs to ever do it. And we were actually having a conversation since we're talking about running backs. We might as well keep it going. We're having a conversation if um, Alvin Kamara, oh yeah, is the best running back. In but the let me family. let me finish my last one. And I this ain't the last one. Right. We're gonna jump right back because it's, it's, it's fitting. I'm just gonna say it's always gonna be number one Barry Sanders at the end for me. But there's more of those running backs I can mention. Correct. But. All those running backs we just mentioned, this is why now I know. Alvin Kamara possesses and shows something from each one of them. Definitely. That's why I think now that we're talking, I know we talk about it off camera, and I heard Chris Collinsworth say, and I was like, come on, you know. But right now, Kamara the best running back in the league. One thing we we started to talk about, right? No, no, Alvin Kamara is a... uh, his lean? He's in a he's in a he's in a his leverage? This is the thing that I think that sets him apart from most running backs. There are running backs that run as hard as him. 
Absolutely. Right? Yeah, there are running backs that are um, patient like him. Right. There are running backs that can catch the ball out of the backfield like him. Not as well. But there's not running backs that possess all those characteristics. We were talking earlier. I was saying he reminds me of Emmitt Smith. Uh, Because I remember back in those teams, you know, those those Troy Aikman, Michael Irvin, uh, you know. How about them Cowboys? (laughs) Jimmy. Those Jimmy Johnson teams, Jimmy right? Jimmy Johnson with the hair helmet. Uh, <laughs> you know, good old Jimmy J that said Cowboys. That's another thing. Before, we, before We're going to come back to it, but there's something about coaches not fitting into the culture of an organization. The reason why I just thought about it right now is Mike McCarthy over at the Dallas Cowboys. Now, we'll get back to that. But like we were saying, there's, mm-hmm. you know, uh, with Jimmy J, those teams, I mean, we remember those offensive linemen were hogs back in those days, them Dallas Cowboys championship teams. And the way that the, – oh, come on, man. The way that Emmitt Smith used to sit behind the line, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, two yards at a time, shuffling, mm-hmm. letting the line pick up their blocks, mm-hmm. and then had enough to get up. Because Emmitt Smith wasn't – we were talking about this uh, also. The difference between being fast and being game fast. Hey. There's a lot of play. There's some fast players, you know, Tyreek Hills at the league, Lamar Jacksons at the league, you know, the Deshaun Jackson types, yeah. right? The Michael Vicks back in the day, you know, the yeah. Dante Halls. Yeah. You know, you got guys who are speed um, demons. Correct. Burners. <laughs> right. Open you up got, the top. Yeah, you got guys that are, that are, that that that's what they do. Is Hashtag let, you, right? But you have those guys who. The Emmitt Smiths, the Charlie Garners, um, the Ricky Williamses. Okay, you got the uh, the uh, the uh, what was uh, what was the running back for the Falcons uh, back Dunn. in the day? Warwick Dunn's. Okay, one of my favorite. Um, yeah. I, and I didn't mean to leave you off Warwick. If you listen, DM two. Shout out to you. DM two. From back in the day, Warwick Dunn. You shout already know. You, you in there with me? But all those people you just mentioned. Game speed. Game speed. First of all, right. But the foot action on them people, to include Emmitt Smith, people Barry Sanders. Oh, Barry Sanders, please. But Barry had Barry. burners, burners, burners. But we, you know, you already know. I can't even be let this my, go. In my top two favorite running backs of all time. Of all time, who's number one? I think I go with both. Okay, I'll let you have that. You a Raider? But look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with both. Don't forget, Emmitt Smith probably didn't outrun nobody in the hundred in the league. Correct. Correct. But he did go to Florida. Yes, he did. So let's not get it twisted. Also, Deion Sanders went to Florida State, right? Florida State, baby. Okay. It just, let's not it get so it good. twisted. Emma Smith has some speed from zero to forty. Florida State. From zero to forty, it's gonna be hard to catch Emmett in a out the out the bucket. Correct. Seriously. So Correct. I don't wanna take none from Emmett because for a long time I sat there and studied how patient is this good. And my point to Alvin oh, is, is that he. As running back myself, there was a lot of times where I got stuck in just pops. I'm out speeding, right? <laughs> you can see him. If you see him, he's I'm out speeding. He's, he's he's leaving the he's leaving the defense. He just gave me. A, I'm giving but you as my picture. uncle told me, <laughs> high knee, no way. Big shout out to the D- big DM two, my uncle Rob. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Great, great goat mm-hmm. of life. Period. Right. Um, but as he another football guru, guru in a lot of things, pure cool football. But as he told me. 
you gotta know, and this is what I try to tell my kids, you gotta know when and where to use your speed and Correct. how much to Correct. slap that shift to downshift to upshift and all that. And Albert Kamora possesses that, bro. The great Better than that. anyone. Better than anybody. Correct. I'm getting hyped about just talking about it right now. Because he's, he's poaching emotion when he's doing yeah. shit, man. No, he is. If you, if you, if you seen him last week, no, our, our listeners, you know, all the dads out there, um, I hope you're cracking open a brew. I hope, you're, I hope you're having a good day at work, a good night at work. Um, your drive home, uh, on the way to an appointment, wherever you're listening. On the shitter, okay? <laughs> wherever you're listening to us. I'm going to keep it real. Wherever you listen to us. I drive I, I 45 minutes to and from work. And just to hear DM2, I don't mean to break off subject, but just to hear DM2, I was telling you this, I feel like a comfort. Because it's like, I'm listening with all the other DM2s. You know what I'm saying? All, all right, the other dads out right. there. So you bringing that to us. Cause right. And that's what you bring to the table. Yeah. One of the things with this DM2, man, yeah, I feel that we need our piece, right? We do. Our piece of chicken, our piece we of do. mine real quick. We do. And just our, our platform to be like, this Correct. is what matters most to us. Correct. And, 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 and yeah, hashtag DM2, hashtag Dads Matter 2, hashtag family over everything, right? All um, day. And, you know, like we were saying, Alvin Kamara, he possesses something that um, puts him in a different level. And so, if you're saying that he's the best running back, huh? I, it's, it's definitely, there's definitely a case. And, and you know, right like, now. We're, like, like we were saying, uh, NFL's back. Shut up. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna say this too. Watching the other sports, right? Baseball, um, you know, um, basketball. The sport, the least affected by not having fans, is the NFL. Absolutely, because at the end of the day, it's still smacking. It's still hitting up. Smacking, and they smacking out, and we get to hear the smacks now. Speaking of smacking, shout out to Jonathan Abram from the Raiders. Uh, I see you, brother. Keep doing your thing. Keep your eyes up. Make sure when you're coming in to hit, uh, you're keeping your face mask up. That's what I like about this. Because you're a because because you're a you're a Ronnie Lot type. Shout out to my Raider my Raider followers out there. Shout out to all the big hitters out there that still the, the big hitters that's still hitting in this day and age where hitting is not uh, what they want you to do. This is the NFL of scoring touchdowns. You know what okay. I wonder. I wonder if players, like, when they go back in the film, they listen to the game, if they are kind of, like, getting hyped that everybody can hear my sound. sound Because the sound, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like a little under. See, those are little small things that us gladiators appreciate. Oh, we love that. You know what I'm saying? It's the small sounds. Shut up. Everybody on the sideline getting hyped, you know? It's the the small sounds. I agree with you. Yeah, man. A hundred percent. You know, week four here, uh, my Raiders take on the Bills. Ooh. Bills are 3-0. My Raiders okay. are 2-1. We got a lot of injuries. Um, you know, uh, Josh Allen, I must say. He's a boy. You're a boy out there. Yeah. He out there manning up on people. Yeah, Josh Allen is not, you know, uh, for those of you, because I wasn't one Shout of Shout out them. Wyoming. Shout out Wyoming. With the doo-doo color pants. Shout and the out mustard yellow jersey. Shout out Wyoming. Josh Allen. Okay, because uh, Josh Allen, you are a force to be reckoned with. But my Raiders are going to take this dub this week. Um, How y'all going to do it? Well, you know, the thing about us, you know, we, last week was a 
was a tough game. But like I said in last week's podcast, and not to dwell on go back, right? Because we already spoke about it last week. But you know, I'm always willing to talk about the Raiders, and uh, we came up against Bill Belichick. Uh, there's one thing that I, I I wanted everyone to see, and you know, it's it's actually a more respect. Like I said last week, coming from me, a Raider fan who can't stand the sight of the Patriots, um, I have a respect for Bill Belichick yeah. because you know everybody for a long time, you know, they were ready to ship him up out of there. There was a real war of power going on yeah. in that system, yeah, and they were ready. And you see that he brought in. Cam Newton and uh, Cam's looking like he just came this year. I think that was more of a move to say to the league and to maybe I can coach anyone. I can make anybody great. I am a coach, a real coach. I am at the pinnacle of this organization. Correct. Um, Yes, we have greats, but I run this shit. I lead this shit. Correct. And I think that was a great move. And you great move. Y'all ran up against a real deal team. Rejuvenated Cam Newton's career. Man, we can be honest and say that because for a minute. Get better I've always, Cam. I've always get better to Cam. I've always been a fan of Cam since Auburn, right? I, when I seen the quarterback who would run touchdowns, throw touchdowns, and also caught touchdowns, I'm a fan. Shout of out, I'm a shout fan out to the, Cam shout out to the, the Tigers, man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out, shout out to, shout out to Auburn, man. Yeah, Auburn. Uh, you know, I'm an SEC. Hold on, they had a big game today. What happened? We had between a, the hedges, the, the, not, the Bulldogs I'm, and the Tigers. Correct. Uh, that game. And my Florida Gators versus the um, South Carolina game. That was a huge game too. Was what a happened? huge game. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't. I did not tune in. Uh, I recorded it, and yeah, I will be watching it tomorrow. I will be watching it tomorrow because uh, you know, Cam is uh, he's rejuvenated, looking good. Uh, but on another note, NBA Finals Game Two in a Dream. Lakers defeat the Heat 124 to 114. Oh yeah. The Heat are down 0-2. Injuries on the horizon. <laughs> this part. It's looking. I'm going to tell you right now. It's looking. Uh, Bleak? It's looking. For all my listeners, you know that I called. You called the I called. I called five. Five. That's I called Lakers and five because I thought. Gonna, still, I'm. <laughs> see, he's, a, he's a Laker. He's a Laker homer as well. I am. For sure. Niner, Showtime, Laker. Showtime. Laker. He's been a Laker for. And, you know, some, some guys. This is what I can say about. Because that's what I can say about Pete. You know, some guys have been, you know, especially when it comes to the Lake Show, they jump on the wagon. You know, there's a lot of wagon, Lake Show. I can say this guy's been Lake Show since since I remember. Yeah, well, we're not bred that way. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? This guy's a real Laker, so, you know, um, not trying to boost up his team, but you, uh, I'm, a, I'm a Brown fan. I'm a big I'm a big Brown fan. My favorite player, uh, Liss. Goes Jordan, Paul Pierce, LeBron. I'm a Celtic, so. Where Kobe at, bro? Paul Pierce, always, he, he know he's not in my. Uh, shout out to Kobe. Shout out to um, um, the Bryant family. Yeah, for sure. You know, that was a big one thing that it's crazy, you know, right? Because me being a Celtic, you know, Lakers have been our nemesis since the beginning of time. <laughs> uh, and like I told you all, my favorite player of all time is Paul Pierce. Um, you know, I've always, I've always loved the smoothness of his game, the effortlessness of his game. To me, um, set him apart for a lot from a lot of players, right? Clutch, clutch, Paul Pierce, clutch. Definitely, we all remember. We all remember the 2008 series where he went yeah. out, came back in the wheelchair from the wheelchair. <laughs> 
Uh, Paul Pierce, I love that. It was it was very theatrical. You're my guy. I loved it. It was it's legendary. He yeah. came back through the wheelchair and jumped off the court. A little bit extra on that. But. It went crazy. Um, but one thing, like we said, shout out to their family, to the Bryant family. Yeah. Um, you know, it's crazy how, you know, one thing about us men and us, we need to do it to other men. We need to give each other our flowers while we're here. Um, that's something that I see that a lot of us we have a hard time doing right um, because we're we're a prideful you know men we're prideful you know we're 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 taught to be strong we're taught to be you know uh, the, uh, the Ricky Bobby tactics of life you're the first or your last which I think is a good thing somebody's yeah. got to be like that right and um, balancing everything right? correct and um you know, Kobe, I think, was one of those people that I can feel confident to say that he got a lot of his flowers while he was here, too. He Kobe, got a lot of them, but he also took a lot of them. Correct. But like, out of people's hands. Definitely. When no, he was trying to give them to somebody else. Definitely. That's just who he was as a killer on the court. And I, and I say that there's only, episode, there's only two, you know... Me being a big Brown fan, right. as you know. Right. Um, Jordan and Kobe, to me, are the okay. only ones that thought the same. They're the only ones with that same instinct. And this is coming from a Brown fan now. Brown is my guy. To me, I think he's one of the, if not, he's one of the top smartest players that ever played the game. But how would you rank him, though? Because I'm confused now. Are you ranking him as your your favorite, or are you ranking him as as two as after a, Jordan? Like, what's your ranking order? If I if, you didn't mention if Kobe, if so I, I'm kind of on the oh, edge no, no, of my no, seat Kobe, right now. Well, well Kobe, well, because I know you're an athlete, you're I, correct, a basketball head. Correct, correct, correct. So I know so you're gonna give me the truth. No, definitely, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying that's to a Laker. Coach him to that's the a truth. Laker with it. <laughs> I know you're gonna give me the truth. He wants to know if I put LeBron over Kobe. Yes. Um. You know, I think the scoring killer mentality, I think Kobe and Jordan are in a, in a class of their own. Um, just just being able to say, you guys aren't doing anything. I'm going to score the next 15 points. That's a Kobe-Jordan mentality. So to take over a game? Correct. Just, okay. just fully. But what I think that Braun, where you can put him, to, in my opinion... Mm-hmm. Putting top to the top at is um, his intelligence on the floor. Where a lot of people think that, and that's fine. You know, he's he, he's looking at me with the face right now, folks. Because you gonna say no? Because this is what I say about him. The thing about Braun is he could take the last shot. This is where I tell people a lot of times. He reminds me of a mix. If like Magic Johnson. Scottie Pippen had a baby. Bron is Bron is dominant. Let's not, let's not take it. Uh, let's not take anything away from Scottie or Magic. No. Okay. At all. I would um, never do that. But let's. Uh, what I'm saying is LeBron is looking for the the, right the calculated right play to right. make, and he does it every time. To him. No, to the game. No, no, because you can't say he does every time. No, that would mean that the, the play that he makes, as far as uh, deferring, if he would be that game when, when player he, when every he, single time, and it's not. Let's just put that out there. When he's 
when LeBron passes off, mm-hmm. when he defers. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that, of course, anybody you would want the best in your in your mind. If that if you're the coach of the team, you're gonna want your best player to take the yeah. shot every time. Absolutely. But sometimes, um, I mean, are we not saying that we remember Paxson hit a game winner for the Bulls? Yeah. So we remember Kerr. also Kerr. Yeah, two times. And like, that was a smart play by Jordan. It, it was. But at the Kerr. end of the day, Jordan made um, multitudes of game-winning shots. Kerr. And which I, Brown I has not talked about that with Which Brown. Brown has also. I get, I get it. Because that's yeah. not what I have a problem with him. Kerr. I have a problem with you saying that LeBron, and implying that LeBron is more heady, more sports, more basketball no, 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 IQ no. than Kobe Bryant, and he's at the top of your list as far as basketball well, IQ. Because Kobe Bryant, no. the year before he left, he was running the show details. Like, in his sleep, he'd wake up in the morning, all right, look, this is the organization. No, Kobe's super like, intelligent. He is super I'm intelligent. I'm not putting him over Kobe, but I'm saying that I think that all of them can be, an argument can be made that they're three of the most intelligent players to Absolutely. Play the game. I ain't saying that. I'm not saying that. That's, that's what I, I, w- I wouldn't rank any of them in the intelligence department of making the right play because I, I believe that they all okay. made the right play. Now, uh-huh. if that player that they depended on in that time didn't make that didn't shot. Didn't execute. Got you. That's well, what that can be. Yeah, that can be debated. Okay. That can okay. be debatable. But I, I think that all three of them always make the intelligent play to make. Well, let me put it like this. If we were sitting in North Korea right now and Kim Jong-un was like, pick one player to play with against five of the other greats. In their prime? In their prime. Pick one player to play against other than Jordan. You can't have him. Pick one player to play against against all these other five greats. Pick, and if you pick wrong more than I pick right, I am going to execute you but, on the spot. But what, <laughs> what is your answer? What is your answer? Hey, because you're not what, picking LBJ. Wrong, wrong and right is always situational. You, <laughs> you're not. I know what you're not doing. Yeah. You're gonna say he's a killer. No, I I'm mean, picking Kobe. First of all, that's what you're gonna say. What I'm, what I'm not gonna do is be involved in any bets <laughs> with Kim Jong Un. <laughs> yeah, no shots out. No shots. Let's start off with that. No I am not going to be in any type of gambling situation. No, I was watching this. I am not 007. I was having a play date with that dude. Yeah, I, and it, I was you know, rolling. I said, okay, Dennis, bye. You're crazy. Dennis always been. Uh, it's, it's but like I seen a, it's funny. I seen a, uh, a meme. It said, even Jordan came looking for Dennis Rodman. Yeah. Real talk. Real talk. <laughs> so, That's real you know. Thing. So let you know, Dennis Rodman was that guy. He was, but I guess they, especially I for guess the, they I think first, especially so. for those years. Yeah, those years, right? He's the hardest worker. Honestly. Those years, because when Horace Grant left, um, Dennis Rodman filled a big spot. To keep it real, Horace you know, to, uh, I think Jordan knew like we can spare Horace because I play against this dude, and he even though they the even problem. though Horace and them sent them home, but the worm was the a magic. problem though. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, how many rebounds you gonna get? Yeah, no, no, no. You just got the rebound. Dennis was a guy. Sliding on the floor with no, him. Dennis was a guy. Come on, man. He was sliding on the floor before. You know, it was yeah, cool. Yeah, no, Dennis was a guy. Yeah. Dennis was a guy. But nah, nah. I mean, I feel you. I love LeBron too. Like, I, I can't take nothing away from him. Lakers fans, first of all, 
let's shout out to your excellent uh, luck <laughs> that you've had over, over the past years, okay? Let, let, let's shout out, because let's be honest, my Celtics, when we had Bird and uh, uh, you mentioned my guy earlier. Who's um, that? Uh, Dave Havlicek. Ten, ten championships. Um, Bill Russell. Bill Russell. You know what I mean? Uh, it's Ames. been a long time till 2008 when we got Paul Pierce, Kevin hey. Garnett, Rajon Rondo, Ray Allen. I'm gonna tell you right now that 2018. I, I can go all day about that, but that 2018 is one of the greatest teams yeah, ever played. I, I ain't gonna take nothing away from y'all. Of all time. Yeah, three amigos, no trip. Don't they? Rajon Rondo. Uh, shout out! Shout out to Rajon Rondo. Shout out to Kendrick Perkins. Shout out to Paul Pierce. That's why we at. Where we shout at. out to Kevin Garnett. Rajon Rondo. He on the Rajon going crazy. I'm just saying, like he out a there. General. He's a general. He's a general out there. out there. That's what I'm saying. You need that. You need that. And and Braun. He needs that. That's my that's my point right now. No, he does. He does. He needs, he needs somebody to the, else to be correct. the general. Correct. And Rajon will fight anybody out there. Correct. In the sense of playing ball, leading, and physically, don't matter. He's trying to get it no matter what. Correct. And sportscasters out there, Tyler Hero is a good baller. I think you guys jumped the gun a little bit. What was they saying? Well, they were saying Tyler Hero is going to lead him to the to Check the this ship. out. First of all, put some respect on my nigga Brown's name. Yeah, don't, don't I, ever do that. Excuse, excuse me, listeners, for even, you know, give some respect language. on it. Put some respect on his name. Put some back on the man. Put some respect on AD's name. Do you guys remember when they said, "Are the Lakers <laughs> giving up too much for AD?" AD. Too much. AD. Giving up too much for AD. AD. Do we see what he's doing? AD a monster. <laughs> on that okay. court. Okay. On that court. As soon as he step on the court, not in the locker room, but when he step on that court, monster. Who's gonna mess with him? Nobody's he's messing with him. He's a problem, man. And this is what. Like I said, Lakers defeated the Heat 124 to 114. 2 0 in the series. I still think five because I'm hoping, Miami, that you have. You don't think Jimmy Buckets gave him two? I think they have one in them. He ain't got one. He ain't think, got two in them? Jimmy Buckets. I think if they had, if they were healthy. Because out of Bayou, Ben out of Bayou, who's the youngster. He got hurt. You he said got that. hurt. So, you know, once it. In the championship, slight injuries, you can't have that. Dude, once you said that, not when the other team's healthy. No, not when, like you said, <laughs> not when the other team is the Lakers. It's six nine, and they have the monsters, and they're playing volleyball. Yes, like that's, that's hard. Like I said, forty four rebounds to thirty seven rebounds, on, seven man. rebound difference, ten rebound. I mean, ten point difference in the in the finish of the game. Uh, sorry, Miami. Like I said, you guys have beautiful beaches, um, beautiful women, you know, good food. Um, just, just, just dwell on that. <laughs> just your winners, your winners, you're winners. Winners. You don't play property tax. You, you, you win it with that. Though. You win it. We from California, okay? So when we say you ain't paying no property tax, you, you, you win it. You win it. Mm-hmm. Just not an NBA. No, not this year. Not this year. No. Um, you guys need a couple more Jimmy buckets. I like Jimmy buckets. Uh, is this a, a weird year to watch? It is a weird year to watch. It is a weird year to watch. I, basketball. For me, it is. And I know you way more back head than I am, but I, it's it's weird because you know what? No matter what NFL's X's and O's, right? Absolutely. Okay. It doesn't matter if there's not fans because let's line up. Yeah. This is a physical sport. 
let's see who's better prepared. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. NBA home court advantage is huge. Yeah. I mean, just imagine being in on a Friday night game two in the in the Warriors Stadium, or game two in the you know in a Lakers Stadium with full fans. Not so. In the floor seats. <laughs> you kidding me? Jack out there. Okay. Nick Stadium with 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 with, with my guy Spike out there. Okay. Golden State floor seats for you. With forty out there. there. Shout out to E40. Yeah, shout out. Shout out to E40. You know, but I we, think those playoff moments. Shout out to 40. Shout out to Jeezy. Shout out to the whole Bay. The shout, shout out the whole Bay music industry. Okay. Shout out to. <laughs> shout out to the whole music industry in the North Bay. Yeah, doing it. You know what I mean? Had been for a long time. Long time. Don't get it you know, but with too football, short. you know, you get smacked in the mouth no matter what. No matter no what. Matter. If I get smacked in the mouth, it's an all-out World War Z. There's something about the clock, the 35-second clock, 25-second clock. I think it's 25. 25. Um, down to one second. And that player fading away at the sideline, hitting that three at home. And then hearing in the that playoffs. crowd. That crowd go. That crowd going nuts. nuts. Unstoppable. Ron to Kuzman. Kuzman to AD. Shoots in the corner. I mean, it's a little bit more than that, but that crowd is. They don't go crazy. That crowd is nuts, man. But if somebody walk up to you and steal on you, it's still gonna be <laughs> it's still fireworks. Crazy. It's still no matter if there's and fans that's what or not. Every that's why NFL play in the NFL. Like they say, NFL is a is a train crash. You, it's it's train crashes in your career. That's what hitting is like. Um, man. But I mean, we could talk about the, we could talk about the NBA all day. Game three is coming up. You know. And uh, I think tomorrow. Um, Where are they at? They're in the bubble. Uh, yeah. So it don't it's pretty. <laughs> every time, the every time the Lakers come out there, they're still gonna be six right. <laughs> ten. It doesn't matter. You know, so it's this is the Astro season. And you, you know what? That's, that's sad because it's it's gonna happen to Bron. But it is though, right? I don't consider it an Astro season. Because you still have to play. It's, it, it's still on your skill, right? It's on what you have. So it's like, but they're going to do it. I know all you, the, the, the Stephen A's, the, you know, you guys are all going to throw asterisk on this. Jalen Roses. You guys are all going to throw asterisks on this. I know. Hashtag uh, Jalen Rose. Yeah. Shout out, to all, shout out to all the brothers out there. The brothers out there that's that's uh, speaking, giving that, that word, giving it 100%, right? Uh, right. Keeping it positive. But... You know, really what I want to get to now is a segment I want to talk about, talking about stop. We got to stop blocking our own blessings. Mm. Say that again. I think we got to stop blocking our own blessings. I think that as men, right, all my fellas out there, this is something that we have to not only stop blocking our blessings, but let's appreciate the next man's blessings as well. Mm-hmm. Okay? Let's stop comparing. That's one thing I think that we do a lot that puts a lot of pressure on us is that we always look at someone else's situation. And in this and in the social media age, right, um, that's almost uh, standard procedure, mm-hmm. right? Because it is. 
Everybody's it's looking to see. PDD. Shout out to shout out to episode seven. You know what I'm saying? You looking at that social media? Compare. Which social media is, can be used for great things? How else would I talk to you guys in Singapore, <laughs> in Ireland? Country. You know what I mean? Shout out to my my brothers in Ireland. Put a put a beer up for me. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my guys in it? Singapore. You know what I mean? Putting a tiger, put a tiger put, brew in the putting air. Putting that tiger brew in the air. Yeah. You know. That's the drink out Shout there. out to my shout out to my guys. You know my yeah. my, my my cousin. Uh, it's a world traveler. You know, he's been there. Has, has been in the forces, uh, so you know, as a as a real guy, man, we we salute you for your service for sure. Um, you know, and that's you know, since we're talking about that, you know how shocked military men are when I tell them thank you for the service. What they shocked for? I just think that in this time and age, and this is why I say it's about it. It, it goes in hand in hand with us treating each other um, with more respect. I think in these days and ages, um, it's not familiar or not regular practice to um, salute another. I think, um, and, and it goes on with the blessings, with not um, not being jealous or envious of someone else's blessing, but rooting them on for the blessing. Okay? Um, because... We all have our own lanes and stories to tell, our own lanes to travel, and someone getting it in a different lane or the same lane as you um, is a is a good thing. It's, it's good something thing. that we can learn from, right? It's something we can provide teaching to. Correct. It's it's okay. Correct. How about this? It's enough out there. It's enough out there for everybody. Yeah. It's um, you know, and the reason why I say uh, <clears throat> about the blessings, right? Stop block your blessings. Um. You know, there's a lot of times, you know, even in my own uh, profession, uh, as I told you guys, wine and beverage, um, you know, shout out to all the wineries out there in California. Shout out um, to black man moving. Moving. Huh? The black man moving. Shout out to that. You know what I mean? Shout out to Doing it right. Good, but we black men, so. Doing it right. You know, not being, you know, uh, my father, my dad always says, um, Hard work makes a man a man. Hey. <laughs> hey. So shout out to all the dads out there, all the men out there that are working hard, providing for their families in this time, in this time of a pandemic, in this time of uh, uncertainty in, in government, in this time of racial um, um, un- unrest. Civil unrest. Right? Um, shout out to all you dads out there for being that example that you want your daughter or son um, to be around. Right, the type of men that you want them to involve themselves with, and that's something that we have to continue to do is be. Uh, I was talking to my cousin, talking to my some of my folks, and talking to my wife, and uh, talking about being the example. Right, then um, we can go on and on for that. But you know, we need to start focusing more on being, especially for our daughters. And this is this is for the fellas out there with daughters. We need to be the man that we want our daughters to accept, right? We can't we can't expect our children to do as we say and not as we do. And those days are over. With, that's over with. By the way, that's that's, a, that's that's how our fathers' fathers right. were taught. And a lot of that bled into our upbringing. Correct. So we recognize that. So we know better. We do better. Correct. If you know better, you do better. That's right. That's right. 
Um, but yeah, we got to stop blocking our blessings. Sometimes I see a lot of fellas. Sometimes what we'll do, and I've even done it in my own life. And please believe a lot of these uh, episodes, different things, it's us learning together, right? Us growing together, us helping each other, us speaking out to each other, for each other, with each other. Right. Um, and we sometimes we got to get out of the way of our own blessings. Sometimes things or doors might be open for us and we might be fearful to step through. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. um, because it's unfamiliar, it's uncomfortable. Sometimes uncomfortability is at the tip of success. I think every time. I every agree. single time. That's what makes great is uncomfortability. Just tie it back with sports. How about that? I don't mean to be surface. No, no. We, tie we always... DM2, shout out DM2. We always love sports on there. You know, when you're when you're running that 12th gasser. Correct. When I say gas, I'm talking about 112 heat on double dates. Correct. 110 from the back of the end zone to the back of the end zone. Correct. Gasser. Correct. And you look around, and it's the whole squad. But it's a lot of uncomfortable people. And then whoever has that wherewithal. To say I'm uncomfortable. To push to that next level. But I'm going to get to that next level. Yeah. That's what breeds. Success. Successful sports athletes. And not. Those are the small. But. Unsurmountable differences. And this is is what. This is what we're talking about. Okay. You got a job interview. Mm. It's set up. You've You've been wanting a job. You got the job interview. But you're showing up late. <laughs> you're saying that you have things that you need paid. You get a job. Might not be the job that you want, but it's the job you need. The job you got. But you say, nah, this isn't really my speed. You know, we have to get out, get out our own way. We're our worst enemy sometimes. We a lot are. Of times. I, but I do, I do think there is something to say about being selective and knowing your value. Correct. I, I do agree. think there is something to say about that. I mean, it, it has nothing to do with laziness. You know, correct. Correct. That correct. can't be hand in hand. Correct. But there is something to say about we do need to get out of our way. But part of getting out of our own way also is knowing our value, right? Correct. Knowing what we can, will, or will not accept. And I'll, and I'll say that right now because I'm going through a process of, you know, transitioning as far as work. Um, shout out to DM2. Uh, shout out to what is an hour of your life worth? Yeah, for real. Um, I'm going through a process of, of stepping out of the, you know, military life into civilian sector. And I have I have found out within these most recent weeks of transitioning into the civilian sector that I have to ensure that I know my worth and I show that I know my worth. Correct. So I can't be jumping at every single Correct. thing like, ah, give me a job. You and that's all, and that's also that's also a form of blocking your blessing. Because if you're, sometimes where you're at is the blessing. This is true. This so, is true. As the old saying says, the grass ain't always greener on the other side. Shout out to episode seven. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, but, fellas, let's just continue to have discernment mm. when we're making decisions. And what I say about discernment is tap into that that God in you. Hey. 
right? That God in you, because he said that we were made in his image. Hey. So let's tap into that God within us that allows us to know what's right. And not, as we know, money is the root of all evil. Not all money's good money. Like shout out, shout out to the old uncles, the old grandpas. Everything all. not glitter ain't gold, baby. Everything <laughs> not glitter ain't gold now. You know? And uh, you know, we have to get out our own way because there's something out there waiting for you. There's an opportunity waiting for you. There's a door waiting to open, waiting for you. There's a career waiting for you. There's a financial blessing waiting for you. There's a relationship waiting for you that if you just get out your own way, let go and let God. Oh, say that. Let go and let God. Hey, shout out to the real ones out there that realize that. Once you let go and let God, everything going to be all right. Baby steps. Be content, but always pursuing appreciate the good and the bad mm. stay focused stay vigilant dads were important out there we got a big gap that was left before us it's our duty to change the world and it starts with us it's going to end with the youth but it's going to start with us so let's be there. Let's be strong. Let's be wise. And let's be open to speak to each other, teach each other, reach each other, love each other. This is another episode of DM2, episode eight. We want to thank our special guest, P. Sauce, my cousin. You know? Always a pleasure, cousin. This is uh, one, of, one of my highlights of my 2020. Man, it's a blessing. So I appreciate you letting me have this format, share this format with you. Um, and I just pray and, 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 and support that you continue to bless others with this DM2 and all the facets that you're doing. So being that best that God has for you to be able to connect. Man. Um, so continue to do your thing and continue to bring sports and real life together because that's what this is. Correct. Yeah, dig. So I appreciate it. I had a ball out here. I want Man. to come back. Let me know when I can come Definitely back. Definitely again. You know to um, all our listeners out there, DM2. DM2, dads around the world, the dads, cousins, brothers, nephews, fiancés, boyfriends, fathers, friends of family. You know, this is for you. This is for us. Let's stand together. Let's help each other. Let's have patience with each other. Till next time. Peace.